the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka. We are talking savings investments in your retirement. As always here on the Max Out Savings Show, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. And in the world where we have 800 point drops in the market and then 300 points up the next day and and tremendous volatility, it's more important ever to be saving, to be investing conservatively. And and now we're starting to see some of the reasons for that. And uh, a whole lot to talk about this week, a whole lot of stuff happening. We're going to be covering it all in the show. What's happening? Why are, why are uh, bonds plunging? Are we going into recession? Uh, and what's happening in the world? Uh, the uh, We're in the midst of a of a trade war with China. Uh, we're we, we're in the midst of a, a semi trade war with Europe. Uh, Europe's flooding the world with money, uh, <laughs> taking negative interest rates. Something we've never seen in three thousand years of human history. Maybe before the ice ages, about ten thousand years ago, where we don't have records in twelve thousand. Maybe there was possibly negative interest rates then, or possibly on. Uh, you know, Alpha Centauri or something elsewhere on the planet, and maybe the Federal Reserve and the central banks around the world have some good research from the aliens that landed at Roswell, but unlikely, and here we are with negative interest rates, and how does that affect your retirement? Negative interest rates around the world, I think it's up to $15 trillion. I mean, we started out a couple of weeks back, a month or so back, talking $13 trillion. now we're up to 15 I think $16 trillion worth of negative interest rates. As the central banks proceed to, uh, you know, engage in central planning at the highest level, in uh, in but, and there's no record that it's going to work, but that's not going to stop them. Uh, so we, we we've got some interesting things to be talking about that today uh, in discussing that. Uh, we're talking some about your IRA, some interesting things here, four hundred one k plans. Uh, so so here we are. Uh, first of all, you want to make sure you're saving enough money for retirement. At least 10% plus the company match will get you up to where you need to be for retirement. It is so important more than ever to save more for retirement. I, I think in the future it's going to get harder and harder to support all these programs of Medicare for All, Social Security, 
uh, in, in the different types of programs. And, and I guess we're going to have income distribution and $1,000 for every person. And uh, plus, we're going to be getting rid of the cows and, and airplanes as well. So we're going to have to come up with some type of new form of transportation. But uh, and so understand that's not the type of environment that you want to be. You, you, this is a type of environment where you've got to start saving money and understand that things are going off the proverbial rails in Washington. And uh, and there's a real danger that your Social Security and other programs could fail. And so you want to continue to save money and build up wealth uh, for retirement. And, and, and so uh, that that is just one of the more important things. Uh, a couple things. The uh, a couple ways you can participate in the show. You can listen here on 1070 AM. You can also go to the website at AM 1070 The Answer or just KNTH. Google that in uh, and hit the Listen Live button anywhere in the world. You can listen. We have listeners from all over the world. Uh, we have podcasts usually on Monday coming in at the station. You go under podcast. You can find us there. And also, we have a free newsletter, free as in free, as in no charge, uh, newsletter. You, you, we, I, I write this up to kind of help you out uh, and understand the world today. We take very complex issues, try to make them simple. Uh, if you go to the website, you can sign up for the free newsletter at our website at maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. So, so th- there's a number of ways to participate. We just sent out the most recent one uh, on the 8th of August. Uh, we talk about the tr- currency trade war we've been predicting. We talk about the exciting Google environmental camp where you got to sit and watch Prince Harry walk around bare feet and uh, discussing the environment. Uh, it was a lot of fun. The only problem was it was a traffic jam at the airport, of course, with all the private jets coming in to help save the planet. And uh, the uh, so uh, it, 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 we talked some about oil. Oil's at record low levels for the S&P 500 about that. Uh, we really talk about the end of indexing, too. This is something we're going to continue to build on. Uh, going forward. I think that's coming to an end as well, the era of indexing and the reasons why. So you just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com, and you can sign up for the free report. Also, keep in mind, you can also call in. Uh, this is a live show on Saturday. On Sunday, we have a rerun, I think, at 3 o'clock on Sunday, uh, a repeat of due to high demand. And But you can... Uh, Give us a call here now at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. So, where to start? The, you know, a, 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 a couple things. I, I mentioned in the Max Out Savings Report about the the uh, record low uh, level for for the uh, oil sector in the uh, in the S&P 500 it's it really hit record lows uh I, the last time it was this low was right before 2000 at the top of the peak tech bubble and we're kind of there right now and one of the things that's happening we're seeing a lot of the oil companies sell off oil has dropped off there's too much capacity coming on the market particularly from the permian if i had my way and i was running the texas uh, railroad commission i'd be i'd be limiting the production out of there but but uh you know they didn't put me in charge, but because I I, do, I don't think we should waste the valuable assets of the Permian Basin you know flooding the world with oil and depressing the price and, and and so I think something needs to be done. But a more important thing we also talk about is it, it, 
in on the East Coast in the elite class, they've all basically drank the uh, the Kool Aid of 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 CO two is destroying the planet. Uh, and and so they're all uh, absolutely convinced within the next five years the oil and gas industry is going away and everyone's going to be driving around in electric cars and and uh, you know they'll eliminate airplanes too with the special exception for the for the elite class of their private jets and uh, and then by the way I don't mean to pick on private jets but it's just uh, the audacity of these people running around and lecturing the rest of us. How we need to sit there and conserve energy and drive a drive a a, 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 a Prius or drive a little bitty car, and, and we shouldn't be doing anything and living in little houses and conserving. And, and they're running around, flying around on private jets, you know, like they're above everybody else. I have friends of mine, you know, I have a brother-in-law. He he he's a big environmentalist. He drives a little bitty car, lives in a little bitty house. The guy can afford just about anything he wants, and and but that's the way he he views it that's when he so he tries to conserve and save the planet and and he's not living in a 10,000 square foot house and he's not flying around on private jets and it's just I mean some of these people it's just the hypocrisy is just startling but but we uh so anyway but what so they've convinced everybody to divest divest oil and gas. I mean, uh, there was a big actor I came across the story in, in, in Britain. British Petroleum was donating money to the Shakespeare uh, Theater uh, to subsidize children's tickets so children could get in it cheaply. Well, he he's now boycotting the theater because he he's not going to do business with anyone that's doing business with BP. So BP is trying to help children out, and he basically says, "I don't care. BP is destroying the planet." I mean, this is the kind of lunatic fringe that is has risen up and sort of taken charge in many parts of the world, and 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 it's particularly bad uh, out there. And so there's been a lot of selling in the oil and gas sector. This is why it's cheaper. Uh, due to lower prices plus a lot of selling, I think it's going to come around again. It's been one of the one of the the lower uh, percentage of the of the S and P is one of the lowest. The low one of the lower returns too in the S and P in the last decade. There was I actually saw a story in Barron's on that today. I think that's going to turn around. I think these companies are are going to get more efficient. I think the the, the inefficient companies are going to go away. I, I think some of these bigger companies. With stronger balance sheets are going to ride through this and do really well. And, and so I think later this year you're going to get some real opportunities there. But we write about this in the Max Out Savings Report. So uh, that that's one thing to sit there and, 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 and take a look at. I, and this is, this is one of the reasons what's not well understood is really how many portfolio managers are dumping oil and gas because they think it's just bad for the planet. And it, and it always amazes me how the oil and gas business, in, or C, actually CO2, is so bad for the planet. I've traveled around the world, and you go to, to China, and one of the they should just have pollution trips to China so you can actually see what pollution looks like. I mean, people in this country have no idea. I'm old enough to remember when the little Indian rode up on top of the hill and looked down at the at the litter all over the road, and it was a tear in his eyes. One of the actually greatest commercials there ever was. Uh, how, you know, to stop 
litter because you used to drive down the road. There'd be just beer cans and there'd be, you know, sacks of food and there'd be just, you know, all over the road. I mean, it was just like a, a garbage dump and, and we've cleaned it up. I remember when you couldn't swim in the rivers and you couldn't swim in the lakes in this country. That's all. I mean, I don't know of a lake or river you can't swim in out there in this country right now. And, and, then you go to, and then our air is pretty pristine, particularly in Houston. I mean, it, you know, once in a while you see a little pollution. You go to China, and it's like you can't even see the sun sometimes over there. It's so bad. The rivers, and you just pray you don't fall into the rivers. I remember a friend of mine, we're out fishing one day in Louisiana a couple of years back, and I asked, hey, how's your brother doing? He goes, oh, he's in China. You know, how's he like it over there? He says he loves it, but, you know, it's kind of strange. He said there's no birds in the country. I mean, it's just... It is astonishing the amount of pollution. They've done studies. Seven, in some day cases, 17% of the pollution in San Francisco, California, comes from China. And yet, and yet we have to sit there and listen to these, these elitist uh, environmentalists lecture us about CO2. It, it, it's just astonishing. I think you can make a very good case. A lot of the, uh, of the, uh, the dislocations and weather, everything else, are, are, are caused by higher levels of particulate coming out of China and the pollution. All we did was export. When we, when we basically gave away all our factories and jobs to China, we didn't just export our jobs. We didn't really export our pollution, but we, we, we sent it to other countries that made the same product we did in this country, but they were able to save money by not installing any pollution control. So basically, we we didn't really export, but we created where they should really get the United States, fall through the United States, is you guys allowed the Chinese to sit there and make things that you used to make and pollute the planet and destroy the planet. That's what we're guilty of in the United States. We let the Chinese get away with polluting the planet. And, and, and so now, in fairness to the Chinese, if I was the Chinese, I'd go, hmm, you know, we're really polluting over here. It's really pretty bad. You know, uh, we could get a bad rap. What are we going to do? And someone comes, hey, with the United States, we need to blame them for something. And, and they go, well, they're not polluting anything. They've cleaned up their waters. They've cleaned up their air. Everything is great. And some brilliant Chinese person goes, hey, what about CO2? They use a lot more CO2 than everyone else. Let's blame everything on CO2, and then we can blame the Americans for everything. That's my opinion I, I on how this – I mean, I, I'm not sure it was like that, but I do believe there's been massive lobbying done by the Chinese and other people to back this up, to, to throw away the spotlight from their pollution. And so so we write a little bit about this in the report uh, and talk about this. Uh, now you're starting to hear about – we talked about in this show – Five years ago, about we're hearing about CO2 pollution. We're destroying the planet. What about all the destruction in the rainforest uh, in South America, in the jungles of, of Southeast Asia to plant palm oil plantations because that's, quote, recyclable? That's destroying the planet. The, the, the biggest CO2 sink, which is, is simply absorbs CO2 and converts to oxygen, are the rainforests, and they're being destroyed all over the place. Only now you're starting to hear about those things, that people are now opening their eyes up and seeing the world and going, wait, we're not the polluters. What about the Chinese? What about the Brazilians? What about Southeast Asia? They're genuinely destroying the planet, but nobody, you know, why, why are, we've let all the attention be focused on us, and by allowing that to happen, we've allowed the rest of these people in the world to destroy the planet, and it's time we start standing up. Tell you what, we're going to be discussing what happened with the market this week. What about negative interest rates? Am I going to get negative rates on my bonds? What's going to happen? We're going to explain that right after this quick break in the Max Out Savings Show. 
If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. If you got any questions or comments, you can always give us a call at 713-339-1070. This is a live show here in Houston, Texas, and that's what Larry did. Hello, Larry. Hi, Ted. I had a question for you on investing. You always talk about invest conservatively. Yes. What exactly does that mean? I mean, we think conservative like you invest in bonds or money markets, but uh, what do you do for your clients as far as investing conservatively to grow their money? Yeah, look, that's a good point. Typically, first of all, when I say invest conservatively, you want to have a balanced portfolio. 60% stock, we usually use 40% bonds. And and, and. what I mean by that, the main number one thing is, is you don't want to put all your your uh, investments in the next Google or whatever because it might not be, and then you won't have anything. So you want to make sure you diversify in 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 and cover your bases in different areas. We use a sixty forty split right now. We probably have we've got twenty five thirty percent cash. Uh, we're we're moving it into little higher yielding money funds to kind of kick it out a little bit further. But uh, we're trying to stick with the government money funds right now uh, in doing that. 
it, it, and, 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 and at this point in time, we, we're much more cautious. We, we have treasuries. We have precious metals. We have some bonds. We, we have a, a reduced we've, – we've shortened our bond portfolio and, and really reduced stock positions. But overall, when I'm talking about that, Larry, is you want to have a diversified portfolio of about 60-40 typically – because in every decade, it's always something different. It's sometimes it's stocks do the best, sometimes it's bonds, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's just cash. And so you want to kind of spread your risk out. It, it, and the reason I say that is you want to spread your risk out and just keep putting the money in because over time, the the over time things will get bigger and bigger, and then you'll you'll, you'll do well. The biggest risk to a plan is 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 over investing in one sector and being wrong. In like in nineteen eighty seven. Uh, it, it, or, or 2008, where things just plunged and the market went down 57%. understand. So do you look to in the stock portfolio as far as balance, as far as value, growth, uh, international? How do you handle that? You know, I tell you what, we, we tend to be more value investors. And I think it, it's been a tougher road here. But I think it's about to kick back over to that sector again. I think the growth stocks are just kind of ridiculously valued up here, and they tend to when they when they finally all break down, it tends to be like a fifty percent drop. And, and so I, I think value. We try to get international as well uh, in in there. Uh, right now, the, the international value there's actually more value internationally right now. And so we're looking at a number of stuff. We're actually looking at some stuff in China. We just keep watching go lower. Uh, some stuff in Europe too, in, but you want to diversify in those places because it's not always going to be the United States. Right now, the United States, Larry, is the best place to be. We got the best economy and things are just booming, but our stock market's probably overvalued compared to the rest of the world. Well, I appreciate that, Ted. Thank you. Okay, enjoy your show. Thank you. Good question. Yeah, but but the key, the key with retirement plan is just keep putting the money in and and, and diversify. The the worst thing you could do, particularly when you're younger, is put it all in one sector and have it not work. Then you get demoralized, and it changes up your investment styles, it, it, and so or it wipes out your thing. And as you get closer to retirement in your late fifties, you you can't afford a fifty something percent drop. And so this is why the the power of actually putting away ten percent of your paycheck plus the company match is so strong that that you keep building up the money. That just by conservatively investing the money, that's what you're going to get for. I mean, you're going to you'll be set for retirement, and and you don't need to have, you know, a you don't need to invest in Google at the bottom, uh, in order to do it. And that that's that's the the amazing thing about uh about income based savings is is the the amount of money you put in, and you just need a good return, and you'll be set. Uh, look. A good return this week in the market, uh, with the market down 800 points, was not easy at all. Uh, the the sectors that actually worked have been the the uh, treasuries, have been gold, silver. They're working, uh, as we've been talking about for a while. Look, what what's going on out there? We're hearing a lot of talk talk. Of the yield curve went negative. And uh, a negative yield curve, and by the way, a negative yield curve simply means that the shorter term bonds either either might might be the the 90 day treasury bills or the 2 year treasuries versus the 10 or 30 10 year bonds uh, are 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 the short term bonds are yielding more than the, than the 10 year bonds and uh sometimes it's a 2s 10 spread which is a 2 year versus the 10 year and, and so right now that the 2 year and shorter term bonds are yielding more than a 10 year bond now, typically, what that means is, uh-oh, the economy's in trouble. Rates are going to be coming down. 
and so I'm going to lock you know lock in the longer rates and try to protect myself. But that it, it, and then also we had the 30 year bond hit a record low of uh, it was under two percent. Uh, what was it at? Uh, what did it close at? Thirty year. Da, 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 da. I, I want to say it's right around two percent. Yeah, it is about two point zero one. It went under two percent, a record low again for the thirty year bond in the United States, or at least I'm not sure if it's a record low, but it, it's it's a low going back at least forty, fifty, sixty years. It's a, so, uh oh, this is all telegraphing the economy's in severe trouble. Obviously, based on the past thing, correct? No, that's incorrect. This is what I think is happening. Okay, uh, you've got a couple things going on out there. Uh, I, I don't think the talk of we're going in recession right away is correct. What we have is we're, we're dealing with deglobalization. So over the last 40 years, we've, we've globalized the economy and done business all over the world, lent money to con- countries to build up. But the problem has been is China in particular and Germany to a lesser extent have taken a lot of our jobs in, in, in moved them out of the United States, moved the factories, moved the factories generally to China. to uh, it, 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 And so China has grown and expanded. Well, it reaches a point when we make, can let them move their factories over there, a couple things happen. They generally took our technology or they demanded deals that got the technology and then they, they, they sort of appropriated the technology. They moved the factory over there. They didn't put the pollution controls we have in the United States, so it was much cheaper to put the factory in over there. They didn't pay their workers a fair wage. They didn't have to deal with safety issues and different things like that. Like, so it's a safe factory in the United States because people are pretty expendable in China. It's, they're trying to improve that over there. So they, I, I've seen some numbers that think uh, 13 to 15 percent subsidy just on the pollution controls alone. So what happened was is they moved everything over to China. We lost the factories in the United States. We lost the manufacturing. We're losing the technical lead that we built up for 200 years. It, 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 and so uh, eventually the American people, the presidents would go over there, show up. They get it. You can almost predict ahead of time when they're heading over there. Well, they'll get a deal with Microsoft to buy, uh, pay for a few more licenses, to buy a few more Boeing jets, and there'll be something, uh, a soybean contract. Every single time it happened, and then out the back door, there went another DuPont plant or a or another manufacturing plant or, or more was stolen out of the United States. So finally, the American people had had enough. So they're like, look, we're fed up. Along comes Donald Trump. Hey, look, I'm sick of these Chinese. I'm sick of this. The American people should be first. The government of the United States should be run for the American people. It should be run for the best interest of the United States. So people had a choice. And like, look, Donald Trump, I'm not real happy with Donald Trump. Yeah, he's a little obnoxious sometimes, but hey, I want somebody that's going to put fight for me, a working person in the United States of America, and fight for the United States of America. I want a president that believes in the United States of America and, and not just talks the game, but was a globalist, but really was a nationalist that believed and fought for the American people. I saw this coming, and this is why we predicted on this show six months before the election that Donald Trump was going to win. I mean, we were, you know, we, we said it, we said it ahead of the, the by the convention time, we said if the, Demo, after the Democratic uh, convention, uh, convention or the Republic, which one it was, we said if they can't take Donald Trump out in the next two weeks, he will be president of the United States after the convention. We were right because I understood that this is what was happening. And, and so 
this is a process of deglobalization. It's not just the Americans. The Europeans are fed up with this. It's like, wait, we're getting screwed every single time here. You're flooding the country with immigrants. We're not. Our wages aren't going up. Uh, we're losing factories o- over to China and other places in the world. And so people want they they believe their government should fight for them. And so this is a global phenomenon. So it's somewhat of a deglobalization. Now, Europe, Europe. Produ- exports over 50% of their GDP in some countries. So China, China, it's like 40%, something like that. Uh, I think they're down to 30% now. So China has been taking jobs from Europe as well. Well, the Europeans are in trouble. They've been losing factories. They've been losing jobs to China. But more importantly, China is slowing down, as we have talked about incessantly on the show. This is not just slowing down because of a trade war. It's because China is heavily indebted with massive 360% GDP, debt to GDP. They're reverting back to a hardline communist country, and that has never, ever worked to grow a country, period. End of story. So China's slowing down. Well, Europe is slowing down. Manufacturing is slowing down over there. They have uh, The GDP went negative in Germany uh, last month. And so the Germans... The Europeans have never raised their interest rates. We raised our rates from zero up to about two and a quarter to two and a half on Fed funds rate. They they kept theirs at zero and then started taking them negative. Well, they're at negative interest rates, and now their economies are slowing down. They have nowhere to go because they didn't normalize their interest rates. So, so Germany has negative 0.68% interest rates over there. Negative 0.68% every year for 10 years, which means you're losing money the entire time. The Swiss have negative interest rates. So right now, $16 trillion, other countries over there have negative interest rates, shorter term, like one, two, three years over there, France, different places like that. So what we have is $16 trillion worth of negative interest rates. So the Germans, people in Europe are sitting around, well, I'm in this German bond. I'm getting negative 0.68%. Wait, I can get 2% over here. Or actually about three weeks ago, I could get 2.05% on the 10-year here. Let me see. 2% or negative 0.68, that means I pick up about 2.7% total, 2.68% better returns by going to the United States. So what's happening is money is pouring in from all over the world to the United States because they're getting better rates. Negative 0.68% in Germany or 2% here. I mean, it's we're down to 1.5 something right now because rates have plunged in the last two or three weeks. But what happened was it just started to be a stampede because people realized that, wait a minute, the German and European economy is going down. These guys are in big trouble. Their central banks are now going to start flooding the world with more money, which means the euro is going to go down. Or I could be in the United States of America. They're deregulating. They've lowered their taxes. Their their economy is booming. They have 3.7% unemployment. Wow, it's not a bad place to be. I'm going to put my money there. And so what's happening is the European's economy is in such shambles and they have negative rates. They're forcing rates around the world, and they're forcing money into the United States, which is causing rates to plunge here. So people are looking at that, and they're going, oh, my God, uh, rates are falling here. There must be a recession. No, it, the problem is Europe and, 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 and China are falling apart, and, and people are running to desperate safe havens like the United States. Now, you put that on top of 
the mainstream media that goes, oh, my God, look at this, a negative yield curve. This must mean a recession. Good news. Recession, more people be thrown out of work. They won't vote for Donald Trump and the Democrats will begin. So now you have the mainstream media in this country and the establishment all praying and hoping for recession and as many people as possible being think, think, think about this, being thrown out of work, their families hurt. They're financially ruined so that they can get rid of Donald Trump. And and this is why you're hearing all the talk of we're definitely heading into recession. It's not showing up in the consumer confidence numbers. It's not showing up in 3.7% unemployment. Very low. Record unemployment in many in many different categories. Record unemployment. It's not showing up with 3% in income growth. It's not showing up in hiring. It's, now, our manufacturing is slowing down in the United States of America. So, so, this, is, so this is because the, the manufacturers and the multinationals, they're selling into China. They're selling into Germany and Europe whose economies are going down. So corporate America and multinationals, they're kind of pessimistic in general. Number one, they want to trash Donald Trump so they can continue to do business in China. They don't want to make it look like they're supporting the president of the United States. And so, I mean, it is so bad out there. Wall Street Journal read a story where Fidelity won't have advertisements. They have a list of like 100 different words. One of them is Trump. So if you have a, a story about President Trump, Fidelity doesn't want to have, it, have an advertisement on that because it somehow, I mean, it somehow could be upsetting to people or something. So, so Fidelity, I mean, why the hell would you do business with Fidelity if they're so embarrassed of the President of the United States they won't put an ad near a story about the President of the United States? I mean, think about that. Yeah, in fairness to Fidelity, they're up in Boston, you know, which is kind of a liberal stronghold. But, uh, but that I mean, it's disgraceful, is what it is. In but, but so the mainstream media, the establishment is hoping for a recession. So they're seeing this negative yield curve and they're talking up recession. Oh my God, this is horrible, because they want a recession. The, the Chinese want a recession to get rid of Donald Trump. The Europeans want a recession They get because they know Donald Trump's going to sit there and stand up to their unfair fair trade practices, too. And the Democrats want a recession. And, and, and so that's un-American. That's profoundly un-American to w- want your fellow Americans to be hurt so you can get get rid of the president that you don't like. And quite frankly, if you look what Donald Trump has done, he's been pretty fair, even-handed on a lot of stuff out there. I mean— uh, you know, he's tried to do stuff to improve the environment. He's tried. He has fought the battle to stood up unlike any president to fight China for the American people. And by the way, a lot of the establishment all back him up on the China thing. I mean, particularly in Washington, D.C., they understand the risk. But so so the establishment is in the media is trying to scare you into thinking there's a recession coming up. But here's the thing to understand. Look. The stock market is very high. Can the stock market go down? Yes. It's very expensive on a number of of of, of indicators. It's also corporate debt is is near record high levels as a percentage of cash flow and things. So the market could go down. But the real economy and the American people and the jobs, the factories are in better shape than anywhere else in the world right now. And that's a good thing. And so that's I want you to understand that. It's not that the economy is going to reset. It's that Europe is in such bad shape. People are starting to run to safe havens in the United States. It's not that they think our economy is falling apart. Tell you what, got a quick break. We'll be right back. If you have any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here in the Max Out Savings Show. He said I spent a lifetime running. Now's my time to try. I can't find someone old. My dreams are sure. 
The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Saving Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. And now, more of the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. Uh, by the way, this is a, a live show. Our last segment, if you got any questions or comments here in Houston, Texas, 713-339-1070. Uh, I wanted to just touch base. It's something we talked about from time to time, but the IRA. An IRA or a 401k plan are unique in a couple ways. To your qualified plans in general. You put money in and you get a tax deduction unless it's a Roth. But the, but it, 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 in, in all of them, you get you get a uh, a tax-free growth over time. And so it's a pretty good situation. So you put the money in. You can buy and sell stocks and make money and, and never pay any taxes unless you have to take the money out. Now, another th- way that the, the IRAs and the 401ks are different is is the will does not affect your IRA in, in, in how it, your IRA or 401k plan is distributed. So you can put up together this gigantic will and everything, but if 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 your IRA says that you're giving it to you know typically it goes down to the wife and then the contingent or the kids that's the way it happens and so it's uh, you know we're dealing with some stuff now and uh, pretty complex stuff out of state and the the it's going to probably be a two or three year process to get the estate settled or more I mean we were able to sit there and get the IRAs distributed very quickly. 
within a matter of a month, a month, a month or two, and it's it be, because they, they move independently of the will, and that's an important thing for people to understand. And this is why, if if you uh, have, go through a divorce, have additional children, uh, you have to understand that whatever you put on your your beneficiary form when you opened up the account is 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 how it's going to be distributed. So you, you want to check those from time to time and make sure they're they're correctly done. And, and because that's that's how it's going to be sent out of the how the account is going to be distributed based on the the beneficiary form in the new account form that you signed when you opened up the account, not your will. And 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 a couple things. Sometimes we'll see. We'll, we'll they'll put it. They'll put the 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 uh, the uh, IRA in, in per estate into the estate. That's a dangerous thing. Because one of the things, if it goes into a trust right now, you can't just put it into a regular trust. You're, you're going to have a problem there. And you have to do a specialized trust. And even then, once you do that, you're going to be typically hit with higher taxes. Now, one of the things we have to watch out for, there's a, a there's a great new savings bill coming out here. It's passed the House, the Senate. They're kind of in conference. I, I think you're going to get something passed this fall. And one of the things in there, big, big change is on a beneficiary IRA or Roth IRA, it's going to be... You have to pay it out within 10 years. Now, this is not law yet. It's something we're watching closely. But understand, if you were to put an IRA into a trust, that would be very detrimental because the the uh, tax rates are much higher at lower income rates on a trust. So this is something we want to watch closely here uh, going forward to see how this all plays out over time. Uh, it's going to require a lot more planning if we do have to take out beneficiary IRAs within 10 years. I, I don't think it's going to be super hard. I think there's ways we can, you can adjust around it. In 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 in, in if, if the money comes in, you can put money into uh into uh, a couple ways you can do it. You you could put money into your IRA every year, and then you could also boost up your 401k to sit there and, and jam as much money into your savings plans to offset the tax thing. And so we'll be doing some of that type of stuff. But but what I wanted you to understand is, again, when you fill out that new account form from your IRA, your Roth IRA, that beneficiary form, that's the law, that's gospel. And, and, and so a lot of people don't pay much attention to it. But you know they'll spend ten thousand dollars putting together this fancy will, and then they, they, and then they'll make a mistake on their on their beneficiary forms. And so double check divorces, uh, new uh, have a new have a new child, those type of things. Uh, you want you want to set up and make sure from time to time. You know we'll get people in there. They'll have a, have a new ch- uh, have a child, and they'll call in and say, "Hey, we need to put little Joey on the." the uh the the form and, and so uh something to think about but understand and they move very quickly it's not like uh one of the advantages to that by the way too is you save quite a bit of money uh on probate and different things like that because that can generally almost be handled by the client uh almost we really don't even need to get lawyers involved to make these uh distributions so make sure your beneficiaries are correct check with them from time to time or we we've had accounts you know been with us for 20 years, 25 years in some cases, and things change since you have to make sure the beneficiary forms. I remember years ago, you know, we had a, we got a call from one of our, our, our larger clients and like, oh, you know, they're really in trouble, Dad. It's really bad. Uh, you know, you might want to come over. I mean, the first thing I did was rush to make sure we had all the beneficiary forms correct. And so that's that's a scary thing. And they were, but but you have to understand that these things need to be correct. So that's a 
beneficiary forms and IRAs. And by, it's a, by the way, it's the same thing at your 401k at, at the firm. And that tends to be bigger problems actually at, at, with 401ks at the companies because people, you know, they, 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 they sign up when they're young, they get married, the 401k plan builds up, they have a child, they have another child, they have a third child, and sometimes they just forget to put the kids on there and you never know what's going to happen. So double check those beneficiary forms. Okay, this is the last segment. You got any questions or comments, you can give us a call, 713-339-1070. Well, the markets, again, a lot of volatility. You should have your defensive plan in place. The markets are under the 50-day, under the 100. It rallied up to try to, you know, get above it and in, then in, in, above the 50 and the 100, which is when markets start going down, people pay a lot of attention to the technical the moving averages and stuff to try to understand what's happening. And, and if you look at this market, it really, it tried to go above the 50, it tried to go above the 100 day, and, and really it 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 kind of went above it and then fell apart again. Uh, right now, the markets are on the 25 moving week average, which has kind of been a support for some of them over time. It's been a pretty good support. I, I, I'm not convinced it holds that, uh, in, in, and this is something that, that we want to watch closely uh, it's right on that 25 a week, particularly on the NASDAQ, which has been a pretty good, I, I think it breaks down. I think we go somewhere between the, the, the June, uh, June lows and the, the December lows on the market. Uh, if you have a lot of stuff happening right now, you've got the trade war out there right now. You, you've got, I mean, I think people are generally spooked by the complete collapse in the, in the, the government bond rates in, in the last, Two weeks, really. If if you look at the uh, if you look at the uh, ten year, it's uh, it, it's gone from two point oh five down to two point five four. Uh, keep in mind, this was back in November, less than a year ago. We were yielding three point two or so on the on the third on the ten year. So so we've had a a, a pretty good sized drop, a fifty percent drop in the in the ten year bond in less than in less than. Um, you know, 12 months, uh, about 10, eight months, which is a huge drop. And, and, uh, during that time, our economy has not got our, 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 our unemployment rate has stayed low. We've continued to have good growth. We had a little slowdown in manufacturing. So these problems are coming from overseas, from a real genuine slowdown in Europe and a genuine slowdown in China. And, and, and so, this is sort of what we're looking at. We've got Brexit coming up on the 31st of October, which is spooking people. Uh, and, and, and so what in June, once uh, uh, at the beginning of June, end of May, when uh, Draghi, the head of the ECB, European Central Bank, came out and said, look, you know, we're going to be engaging in quantitative easing. Rates could even go more negative. Since then, the, the bond yields have fallen in the United States. Gold has risen uh, dramatically. The gold stocks are up. Uh, if you look at uh, gold up about 27% since that happened, and, and as, as we've been talking about the precious metals, the treasuries, these are the places to be in cash. And, and so the manufacturing stocks are really in the doghouse in the market right now. What's sort of holding the market up are some of the stable demand and the tech sector. I think the tech sector is running into kind of the buzzsaw of, 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 antitrust and privacy issues and this is going to be a big campaign issue on both sides i've yet i mean it's rare you get an agreement from the republicans and the democrats but they both seem to think that they're being somehow screwed over by the the tech sector and both none of them are happy 
And, uh, you know, we saw the problems with, quote, the Russia. Well, what's going to happen if Google somehow people think Google or Facebook are trying to throw an election? I mean, you know, you're going to have special prosecutors investigating in Google and Facebook's offices for the next four years, you know, or two years trying to investigate what happened over there. So I, I think you've got to be careful. I think you've got to have the defensive plan in place in this market and understand, you know, what's happening. I mean, globally, the around the world, the economy was shifting from globalization over the last 40 years to deglobalization. That during the globalization, the United States was a winner in the beginning, but then we really became the loser. We lost lots of jobs, lots of factories. And so we're reordering the, the, glo- the global world. And and I think Europe really figured, hey, with globalization, we'll be the world leader. Let's have Davos. We can tell everybody what to do. But what they didn't count on was the Chinese. They think the same way. And, and so uh, the uh, the uh, one of our one of our listeners just texted me that they uh, Finland's going to default because of their social programs. But uh, what well, see put that line on? Can we kick it on? Okay, we got a caller coming in. Hi, you had a question for us. Yes. Uh, is this a lab person? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. You're live on the air. I didn't, we, we, uh, I, I just picked it up directly. Okay. Use our screener. Sir, sir, listen, I apologize for calling you with this ignorance I'm fixing to ask you, but oh, no. I needed to know. I'm 68 years old. Uh, I don't have an IRA, 401s. I don't know all about that kind of stuff. I've just saved money all my life. Okay. Okay, good. And uh, and I want to ask you because I, I don't know if I'm supposed to be afraid or not. But uh, can I give you exactly my details of what yeah, I've got? Yeah, in the just bank? roughly, roughly, oh, yeah. Okay, I've got seven hundred and forty thousand dollars in cash and savings. Okay, but I'm only getting like uh, fifty eight dollars a month, I think, interest, which is bizarre. But yeah, uh, yeah. I don't mean and to laugh, I have an but, in, yeah. I have an income of about. Eleven thousand four hundred a month, pretty steady. Okay. I have I don't use any credit cards. I have a credit card, but I don't use it unless I go for a hotel or airplane. But then I'll pay it right back. You know, I I I uh, and uh, I have about three million, according to the appraisal district, about three million five hundred in property assets. Am I okay? I mean, oh yeah, yeah, I, I don't, yeah. That's you're, you're okay. One thing you need to do. It, it sounds like you're an extremely conservative investor. What you're getting, you're getting kind of screwed at the bank. So what you need to do is move your your some of that money out a little term, maybe a shorter term ladder of maybe uh, one to two years, kind of space out in CDs or or short, very short term bonds, and you can boost your income up closer to maybe one and a half to two percent. And I, I think that would help you out quite a bit there. Yeah, yeah, but that's the problem. The problem is the banks aren't paying things. So uh, if you need some help, you can just email me or just call up at, at the office. But but I think even just laddering out some CDs would help you out. You need to move out a little bit further on the curve, like two well, years, had, and you won't I, have I, much risk. Sir, I had some CDs at uh, at Bank of America, at uh, Central Bank, and Whitney Bank, and they were only paying – and this is the truth – Ten thousand dollars CD is only paying me like twelve cents a month. Yeah, yeah. You need to look around. Uh, give me a call at the office. We 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 have CDs there. I'll give you some different ideas. But if you shop oh, around okay. a little bit, uh, and you can ladder your CDs to get the best rates, that's what I would do. Because if rates do go towards zero, you want to get at least two years so you capture two years of good rates right now. 
beautiful news. I will do that and uh, contact you on this. And also, mm-hmm. sir, so in your opinion, I'm okay. I don't need to worry too much. I'm I'm pretty good on the savings. Yeah, what I've been doing. I think yeah, I think you're well set for it. Sounds like you're a pretty frugal person. So I don't see a problem at all with the real estate. You do want to get a little bit of income off of it, and 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 but you want to boost up that that that. You don't have to take risk because you're set. You've you've got plenty of net worth to to have a good retirement. So you just don't want to take a lot of risk and lose it. Very, very good. Young man, I thank you so much for your time, and I'll be getting with you. Okay, thank you. Just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. So, I mean, look, I think that's the key to aggressively save as much money as you can and just conservatively invest. That's Look, that's one of the problems out there. The banks just aren't paying anything. And if rates are going down in heads, you want to kind of move out the curve to maybe, well, you know, we picked up some one- and two-year uh, treasuries and things, and there's some opportunities out there if you're looking. Oh, by the way, if you haven't signed up for our free Max Out Savings Report, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. You can sign up for the free report, or you can actually request a meeting, and I'll sit down with you and go over your situation. So anyway, hope everyone has a great week, and remember our motto and our philosophy to save aggressively and invest conservatively. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.